Good day, everyone, at Golf WRX and Wisdom in Golf. Hello, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We got uh, Sav, Moo, Sean, and Reese. <laughs> Reese is all cozy up on Sav's lap right there. It's his favorite favorite spot when we do our podcasts. Exactly. He's he like likes a, to join the party. He's like a member. <laughs> yeah. So um, really cool stuff uh, happened over the last weekend, huh? Yep. Yeah. Sav, I went out and caddied for my my daughter last mm-hmm. weekend. We, it was her first, well, you played as an amateur, but yep. it was a first professional event. Yep. So, again, um, you were playing from the blue tees. Yep. They, the, the guys were playing from the black tees. Yep. And uh, you were still playing over 6,300 yards. So it was an LPGA setup. Yep. And But you were the only girl playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they kind of, they planned it out for it to be 8% less long than That's right. the men. That's right. We have uh, our rule, the rules official is a member at our club at Royal Quebec. His name is Ed. And he is a consummate professional, like uh, as a rules official, mm-hmm. setting up the golf courses. And so he was hired by the East Coast Pro Tour mm-hmm. to set up their golf courses. And what a job he did. Yeah, him and the tour itself. Yeah, they, you can see that they're really trying out there. Yeah, they put a lot of effort <coughs> into it, and like their social medias are always like on point, and they do the shot tracers and everything. That's it. And you know, they have little crowds that come up and follow the like the final group. It was stuff. really cool. You had you actually yeah. had a little gallery following you around. Yeah, it was really neat, um, and you gave them some really good stuff to look at too. Yeah. Um, I think you surprised a lot of the boys there. I mean, at yeah. one point, you know, the tee boxes were only 15 to 20 yards mm-hmm. in front of the boys. Yeah. But you were regularly 40 to 50 yards ahead of some of, of, some of the tee shots. Mm-hmm. And it was spectacular. I mean, Sav hit was, a few out yeah. there, 280. You had a couple that were over 300 yards. Yeah, it was cool to be able to see myself keeping up with some of the guys out there. No kidding. I mean, not in terms of score, but in terms of distances. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. you could really see, and what was really amazing for me to watch, I mean, you shot 84 on Saturday mm-hmm. and uh, 88 on Sunday. Yeah. Sunday was a little tougher. Yeah, it was. But that 84 was easily, yeah, easily 10 shots too much. Yeah. With little bitsy things. And this is what, when when somebody has an overnight success, it's all the little things that start lining up. Yeah. Which I can see happening right now. Yeah. Because, I mean, your attitude over the course of the day was the best so far. Mm-hmm. There weren't any meltdowns. No. No worries. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, hey. I was just having fun. We have a shot to hit. Mm-hmm. This is, let's, and we're going to make it. And so it was... Free, free, yeah. zippy, that way. Yeah. Right? So I was reminding you before every shot, say, okay, this is the flight plan. Mm-hmm. Call it. Yeah. And then I let you set up and, okay, let's see a nice free wheel and swing right into that picture. Mm-hmm. And the shots you hit were just amazing. I mean, you hit yeah. some brilliant golf shots. A few loose ones when you lost yeah. your focus. Yeah. But there were some difficult holes out there. There was one in particular. It was 450, mm-hmm. par 4. You were playing at 430, uphill, par 4. Yeah. And you were hitting driver 7 iron into that hole. Yeah. 
excuse me. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. You know? And there, there was a tree line that you had to carry on the left-hand side. And I was speaking with Michelle after the tournament. And he was really surprised. He said, really? She carried that corner? Said, yeah. <laughs> we were wondering if it was going to be a 7-iron or an 8-iron into the hole. Yeah. We decided to take a smooth little fade 7-iron. Yeah. And you put it in the center of the green coming back, you know, because it was a front pin. Yeah. And I said, I'd rather see you in the center of the green and, instead of having a rough kick at the front of the green. Yeah. And, I mean, you were flying 6-iron, 175, easy. Mm-hmm. We hit, We flew a few 5-irons, 190. Yep. Um, oh man, you hit a couple of five woods, two fifty. Oh yeah, the five woods were good off the tee. That I, oh. fe- I was like, oh, I, I came into my own with the five wood off the tee. Yes. <laughs> it was really nice because oh, yeah. I was kind of not super confident with the five wood off the tee, and then we like yeah. figured it out and like Sav, I I would pay money <laughs> to go watch you play, right? Thanks, Dad. Be- because of, and the guys were all raving about. Oh my God, the potential this girl has, right? Yeah, that was cool to, you know, play against these professionals and yes. then be able to see the potential yeah. and like how close I am. And there were, there were there's some good players there. I mean, the scores yeah. were in, in the in the double digits below yeah. par. Yeah. So uh, for the event, it, it was mm-hmm. really, really solid. And that's for two rounds. Yeah. So uh, there were three rounds at the previous event. There's some low scores in there. There's a, oh, yeah. A couple of... A couple of sixty fours the first day. Yeah, minus two, minus eight, and then one guy went minus nine on the second day. No, he was at plus well, one. It was low. There was no wind. It was cloud cover. Yeah. It was it was good conditions. Yeah, yeah, he was plus one the first day, and then went minus nine the second day. So he finished at minus eight. That's awesome. Yeah, it was such a cool like experience, and you know I was just happy to be there, and yeah. for me. I was there for the experience and, you know, getting more tournament rounds, like Like, competitive rounds under my belt. I would love to see the PGA Canadian Tour, which is called the McKenzie Tour, Mm -hmm. take on women exactly the same way as they're fixing it for you. Yeah, that's what I, first and foremost, really want to thank the East Coast Pro Tour for letting me play and, like, accepting women into the tournaments because... You know, for women in Canada, there aren't that many opportunities to play, like, good competitive golf. And, you know, they were so pumped to see me there. And, like, as soon as I stepped on the first tee the first day, they're like, we're so excited to have you here. And, like, you know, everybody welcomed me with open arms. Like, I didn't feel like I was, you know, out of place or anything. And you smoked it. Yeah. yeah, the beautiful yeah. opening tee shot. I was so proud of you. I know the first, the first tee. I was really nervous on not more so the first day, but also the second day. And you know, I managed to put both oh. tee shots down the middle of the you fairway. Drove it, you drove it like a queen. Yeah. Right. It yeah. was just phenomenal. It was really fun. Like the first day, I, you know, I played. My attitude was, I think, the part that I was most proud of because. My, I kept my attitude the way I had been striving to, yeah. you know, keeping the positive outlook and, you know, the positive mindset. And um, I think that was the biggest takeaway for me was how I was able to maintain that positivity and, like, good seeing, self-talk. Seeing something positive in mm-hmm. everyone. And I learned a lot, too, because, like, I I put you in a couple of situations where, 
like I would have gone for it. And you, you see a lot of players like Phil would have absolutely gone for certain things. And I could yeah. see that you weren't as comfortable confidence wise mm-hmm. only because you were worried about the results too much yeah. for that particular shot. Yeah. And so for the next event, we're going to be more conservative in our approach, mm-hmm. but it's going to be free, free, zippy that way. Yeah. Right. As far as the execution. So, you know, I had put you in two instances that cost you four strokes. And that was my bad as, which, a, as a caddy. Well, one was at one point. On the I second mean, day, you mean? The first day on the par five coming in on the 17th hole, you, there was a, I mean, oh, that's yeah. a crazy hole. I mean, it's like driver off the tee, and you, you nutted like 290 off mm-hmm. the tee. And then we had to hit a wedge. And another wedge, so it yeah. was, an, and we we put a nine iron in your hands just in case. And um, there was a there was a couple of kids. There's well, there's two things that happened at my second shot. It was one spectator came over and he was like, he was like, like he was you drunk. hit that ball off. The, yeah, he yeah, yeah he, he was, was going, drunk. Eh? You hit that. Is that your first shot? Was that your tee shot? Yeah, he's like that's that's illegal, and he was like trying to ask like how far I hit it and like what I had left going, into the dude, green. Dude, we're playing golf here. I know. And, Where are, what you doing? And the guy in my group was like, get back behind the ropes. Yeah, the guy in my group was like, no, no like we're, we're still playing here. Like, leave this her is alone, we're playing right? a tournament. Yeah, <laughs> go away. So that was first and foremost. So that kind of. You know, and then there were two kids behind yeah. that l- started going into the into the woods. I mean, it's thick woods there. Yeah. And the cracking of yeah. the trees, and they were like rummaging like a big fat moose in there. I know. And just be- and you had to back off. Yeah, because I was just about to hit my shot, and then and I had to yell at them. Yeah. Going, whoa, you know what the yeah. hell's going on in there? Be quiet, right? Yeah. And and you could see that you didn't settle in, and that no. second shot on that par five is probably. So the most imp- it's the most crucial shot on the golf course. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's like you're you're literally, you know, leaving a stain in your pants <laughs> on that second shot. Yeah. Be- because of the difficulty factor. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to see it to believe it. And there's a big rock formation on the left side, and then you blow it left. Yeah. And then I'm going okay. I give you a line. We had a decent lie, mm-hmm. and I give you a line. It was a blind shot into the green. I'm going. We got 85 yards. Just a full lob wedge on that line. Yeah. And then you 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 know because you didn't see it, it was completely blind. Mm-hmm. I should have just said you know had you chip back to the fairway and, and then try to get up and down for par. Yeah. Not that it meant anything at that point, but that was your test. Mm-hmm. And, you know. You had a hard time with that shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we I to... wasn't afraid of the shot. It was just the execution part. Yeah. Because, yeah, we were both a little frazzled from the whole thing. But Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for what would have been an easy par, it was a mm-hmm. double right there. Yeah, and, so that's two strokes right there and then, already. And then that sour taste in your mouth puts you on a in a bad, you know, frame of mind going into the last par three. Yeah. So that wasn't fun. But no, but we... You parted the... Day the day after, yeah, the the par five we yeah. did. Yes, we did. Yeah, so but, we re, we recouped on a few holes the following but day. I was, think I think that between the two days, had you, you know, gotten your best holes on both days, mm-hmm. I think it would have been an even par round. Yeah, because if you combine both, yeah, yeah, both days, yeah. So but, all in all, uh, I was very very proud of how you how you handled yourself. The and, driver uh, was great. Oh my gosh, my tee shots were all. 
We're all perfect. Literally all Guys, perfect. I mean, I mean, literally, you couldn't have placed it better by hand. And um, it was just the. Is that, you know, all you heard all day is that was your tee shot? Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. I mean, on a par five, you were coming in on a, on a five iron on one of the holes. Yeah. And the guys were hitting full three woods back there. Yeah. You were coming in with a five iron, yeah. put it to the front of the green, and then freaking missed birdie. Yeah. But, you know, it was like it's stuff, like the easy stuff the, like that. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was cool to see that I was that much closer. Yeah. And that, you know, I could, in a way, keep up with the, the guys yeah. as well. And uh like I, I see you playing in the in the mid to low seventies very soon in mm, competition. Yeah. And then it's just gonna be cleaning up the small details to get you under par at that point. Mm-hmm. So I think uh I think we're on, on, on pace for the next two years. Yeah. But it was so. a lot of fun. And it was you know I didn't again I didn't feel out of place being there as the only girl. Well no. And it was just it was just like fun. everybody was raving about. Oh my god, it was so much fun playing with this girl. Yeah, because, uh, the shots that she was hitting, and it mm-hmm. was just like they saw the potential for them. Yeah. It wasn't about the score; it was yeah. about your potential. And that was, that was kind of something that I was nervous about. I was like, I don't want to like show up, not score well, and then be like, well, she's not ready to play in this right in this tour kind it's of like, thing. Yeah, get her out here again. But it, but it was the total opposite. It was like, no, we can see how hard you work, how close you are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how well you hit the ball and the scores will come. Yep. So that like, was nice. Oh, you may, I, like I wanted to play golf so bad after <laughs> watching you play for two days. Like, Get me out there. Yeah. So I have one yeah. more tournament with them coming up, which I'm. And we just figured out is like, I could, I could play the next event and, you know, yeah. be in the field with you. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. You could. So that's cool. So McKenzie tour would need to do that. I mean, they're playing, they're doing that on the European tour. There's like. I think there were three events this year where that where the women were playing alongside the men, and they were lighting up the leaderboard. They were in the top ten with the on the leaderboard with the mm-hmm. guys. That's really cool. Absolutely, and, and you know, and that's where we need to to raise the bar for the money. Yeah, you know, the girls. I mean, they're they're so much fun to watch. I mean, so often I hear my students say, "I love getting out there and watching the girls because they." It's much more realistic with what I'm playing. Right. Yeah, yeah. And cuz I mean they're hit, they're getting the ball out there like if you look at the top 10 on the LPGA, they're getting it out there 280, 290, 300 yards. Oh yeah. And it, and that's much more representative mm-hmm. of what most of the men like at our club, like the top the handicappers, I would say the 4 or 5 handicappers at the club are are usually hitting it between 250 and 280. Yep. That's what you're hitting it at. Mm-hmm. And so um, there's a lot more that needs to be done on the women's side, mm-hmm. uh, both on the side of the, de- the, the developmental part of it. For sure. But also to combine events with the, with the PGA Tour. Because how cool would it be to have, you know, a tour like the East Coast Pro Tour, but for women? That'd Huge. Be so, f- like, yeah. that's something that I think is, like, necessary. But, I mean, for- if they start including the women in the men's events... Yeah. At least it gives you a place to play and mm-hmm. there'll be more women, I mean, inspired yeah. by that. Yeah. You know, there was we had a few a, a few couples follow you mm-hmm. and you know, I could see after you hit the drive and it's just like oh, mm-hmm. chérie, c'était tellement beau, right? <laughs> yeah. And then the and the wife was just, you know, ooh and an ah and yeah. over over your swing. They yeah. couldn't believe how far you were hitting the ball. 
So you're, you're making a few people dream out there, and that's yeah. that's what it's all about. And that's why I like to share a lot of, you know, my journey on my Instagram is yep. because, you know, I want other women to feel like they can pursue yes. professional golf or pursue competitive golf and, you know, get out and play with the guys. And, yep. like, if that's what it takes, and, like. And, hey, we got our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. We've got our premium channel. And mm-hmm. we have I have I've seen a lot more women mm-hmm. leaving comments because of you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's awesome. So we're we're we've we've upped a couple of percentage points and that's come on girls get out here. And I've noticed it too on my Instagram cuz bef- like on my Instagram I can see the insights yeah. on like how many how much men follow and how many women follow and slowly but surely there's been more women following my yeah. channel which is cool to see because you know I want to help develop the women's side of golf. And what's your channel called again? It's called Golf with SMC. So it's golf w.smc. Yeah. And uh, Savannah Meyer Clement. Yeah. And I had posted a reel a couple weeks ago talking about how I approach uphill shots. Yes. And um, there's an Instagram page, um, a female-owned company. She's going to be launching her clothing soon called um, Draw and Fade Modern. And she was actually nice nice enough to send Moo and I a couple of her her like hats for merch yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, I think we'll be – she like really liked the tip, so she, I think we'll be collaborating and, you know, putting together like a Doing little – Doing some s- tips for them. Yeah. Absolutely. For women and stuff like that, so – been cool to see the the evolution of women's golf yeah there's so many more companies that are launching that are like female owned female run yeah. golf companies and there's much more hip stuff out there mm-hmm. you know it's that uh, people are getting really creative uh, that's what i love about social media mm-hmm. there's that little one-upsmanship or yeah hey if she can do it i can do it you know it's, it's such a cool community because one of the companies that i follow they will post every once in a while a story of all their favorite Instagram pages, and they actually featured me in one of them. That's awesome. So it's like this big community just trying to like build each other up. Yes. And that's exactly what women's golf needs, so that's really cool. So speaking of which, um, the Solheim Cup is coming up. So excited for that. Inverness. That is one yeah. heck of a golf course. And what a playoff. Mm. we just had with at the BMW and, uh, and you know we wanted to talk about you know the the level of respect that I saw towards you this weekend was awesome mm-hmm. and I'm I really hope that the level of respect returns to the PGA Tour yeah I'm I'm old school when it comes to that golf is definitely a gentleman and gentlewoman's game yes the decorum Mm-hmm. needs to stay very healthy in this game because yeah. we're talking about, you know, the the, the level of mistakes, mm-hmm. uh, the margin for error is so small. Yeah, Golfers need their focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, focus is huge when it comes to golf. And the in order for golfers to get into their zone, to play in the zone, to to play in a flow state, they have to be allowed to focus. Yeah. And what Bryson did, minus 27 at Kays Valley. So good. Right? And he, I mean, he did it with brute strength. Mm-hmm. 
And it's just so beautiful to see him come back. I mean, he drove the ball like an absolute so king. good. <laughs> like a king. Yeah. I mean, he dominated the driver. Mm-hmm. And for people to come up to him and disrespect him the way that they did yeah. is really sickening. It's really um, sad. You know, he's top five in the world. He's working his tail feathers off. Yeah. He's he's looking at every single avenue to improve himself. Mm-hmm. He understands that he has some growing to do as an individual. He is very cognizant of that. Yeah. But the you know the 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 level is so high and the and in emotions run high yep. when you're at that level. And, you know, listen, there's only 125 spots yeah. in the world <laughs> yeah, that's for, for that lot. kind of money. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, okay, you've got however many NBA teams that have millionaires, you know, several millionaires on each team, mm-hmm. football, yeah. hockey, you know? Yeah. It's like other sports have way more millionaires than in golf. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but golf is at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. And these guys are playing their for their for their livelihood. Yeah, they are. There's much bigger pressure. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. I mean, you could sign a contract in baseball for 50 million bucks, sit on your hands and and rake it in. <laughs> yeah. Right? Same thing with like European soccer, men's soccer. Oh, it's incredible. It's insane. But in golf, it, you don't perform for a couple of years. You don't get paid. You're out. Mhm. And and at the time, the clock is now. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know. It's mm-hmm. like you got to perform. Yeah. And so, um, to to you know, the level of respect has got to be there. Yeah. People, people like the fans can't be yelling. And you can't say stay silent. You know, it's like, mm. man, it's if, not okay. It's not okay. Because you know, just just tell them, just call them out. Say no, that's not okay. What you're yeah, doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to respect these guys. Yeah, and you know. It's not like you're at a ball game where there's no. there's there's a ton of noise in the stadium mm-hmm. and the guys are going batter batter swing they're all being drowned out by all the noise. Yeah. In golf it's like you're quiet. Yeah. And, and then when hear. somebody belts out something it's very noticeable. Oh, super noticeable. And it just doesn't make the it makes the individual feel like crap. And that's not what it, they're it does, there for. It, it will wear. It's impossible. You you yeah. we're all human. Exactly. So, um, and it's like, all you have to do is think, well, you wouldn't want to be treated like that if you were in their position. That's all. Just treat people the way you want to be treated. That's it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what, that's all we ask. Yeah. Right. And if you don't want to be treated that way, you don't deserve and you don't belong there. Yeah. Go go someplace else, you Mm -hmm. know, be a martyr somewhere else. Yeah. So, um, that's it. There's our little vent. (laughs) Bryson, we love you, buddy. Okay? <laughs> it was I a mean, really good playoff. Oh, wow. Just two titans. Yeah. Just ex- ex- exchanging blows. Yeah. The putting display yeah. was unbelievable. I know. Right? So, I mean, that's uh, I can't wait for the championship this week. It's just going to be un- unbelievable. Oh, yeah, for sure. So many guys are in their prime right now, and it's mm-hmm. just like they're ready to fire on all cylinders, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. It's going to be a showdown. Oh, yeah. Big time. And then the Ryder Cup coming up. Um, we got some some solid players, and I think the Ryder Cup brings out the best in a lot of players. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I'm, I'm hoping to see that, you know, I th- I'm hoping that that's the turnout that's going to happen. I love watching the team events. It's fun, huh? Yeah. Like the camaraderie mm-hmm. and yeah, it's like it, it, it just goes on another level. Team events are so fun. Yeah. They should have a, they should have a tour I for think, team events. Thank goodness the crowds are back too, you know, be mm-hmm. careful out there. But it, I mean, I'm, as a, as a fan mm-hmm. and to see the crowds and to get, you know, have everybody cheering and the, the energy, the electricity, that playoff, I don't think would have been the same without the crowds. No, not a chance. You know, I mean, the crowds are pumping Bryson up. Yep. Apart from a couple of idiots. Mm-hmm. Pardon me, that was judgmental. I, I'll take that back. Okay, <laughs> I'm just still venting. So, but apart from a few, you know, less uh, less kind people, less kind people. There we go. <laughs> the you know when 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 Bryson hit that tee shot on hole number one into the greenside bunker on the fly. I mean, how can you not just? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Everybody's hitting hybrids off the tee yeah. and being conservative and just yanks the driver out. Yeah. It's like we're going for it. We're ah, it was and, and the crowd I think he, he he took a an iron out and everybody's going, No, boo, you know, and mm. and he goes, Ah, we'll take the drive and just nuts it. <laughs> yeah. I mean he was so accurate with yeah. it too all day. There's also one shot on the par five. He drove it um Right side rough, and even the commentators were like, "Nah, there's no way he's getting this on in two. and he did. Yeah, easy. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know, that's what we've been working on, and that's what you know we work on with so many of our students. Mm-hmm. How do we get you to freewheel it? Mm. And in our premium channel this week, we talked about how, as far as management is concerned, yeah. If, if you tend to, and this is, this is great tips for you right here, if you tend to draw the ball naturally and fading is not for you and you're going into, we, we had a beautiful example, our 13th hole on the Quebec course, the pins front left, mm-hmm. and there's a bunker right there. Yep. And so if you're a drawer of the ball as a lefty, there's no way that you can start the ball left of that pin. Yep. Your brain says, well, if I release the left of that pin, there's a bunker there. Ooh, that makes me a little tense. Mm-hmm. Soon as you're tense, just the slightest bit, you can no longer let it go. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see what the definition of letting go is, just watch Bryson hit the driver. <laughs> yeah. That's all, yeah. right? And there's the pure definition of abandon. Yeah. So instead, you aim for the center of the green. You release with abandon toward the flag. If the ball stays straight, hey, you got a tap in bird in which you did. Yep. And if it draws back to the center of the green, hey, you're the smart person in the center of the green. Yeah. Putting that 20-footer toward that pin. So there's certain go pins and there are certain no-go pins. Yeah. So as somebody, as a righty, I demonstrated if you, if you fade the ball, you start it on the pin and fade it to the center of the green. Mm-hmm. I hit a straight fade to four feet, made a nice bird. Mm-hmm. So... You have to pick your fights. You have to pick your battles in order for you to stay free. Yes. And that's management. So it starts with manage your choices. Pick the flight plans that will allow you to swing freely. Yep. 
then the chances of you being able to execute nicely are there. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you go, okay, I got 230 uphill into the wind, uh, you know, deep bunker short of the green. Well, that's, you can't, you, you can't go for that. No. What's the bet? Where's the best place to lay up? Yeah. And then you pick that spot. Now you execute freely with a nice attitude, a nice uh, um, attacking second serve. Mm -hmm. So you're attacking conservatively. Yes. That's how we play golf. Yep. I agree. And, um, and that's how you'll see the vast majority of players on tour go about their business. Mm -hmm. So attacking conservatively is going to put down some decent scores. Mm -hmm. So you take your two putts, you, you know, your, your par, you move on to the next hole and then, Hey, you will attack the birdie on the next hole. Yeah. That was a lot of what we did this weekend at my tournament. <laughs> yes. no, I was perfectly fine with that. I was like, I'll take my two putt par and get to the next hole. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and, and then on certain tough holes, you make a, you make a bogey. No problem. Mm -hmm. We, we know we're, we're still in the game. Mm -hmm. I had missed, I had like three or four birdie opportunities that round that just, I didn't capitalize on. Right. So. There's, and a few up and downs that I'm just scratching they my head. still hurt my soul to this day. Well, that's <laughs> it. And, and that's about, you know, being free on that short game as well. Yeah. So it's coming, Sav. I'm telling you, it's coming. And so, um. That, uh, that basically, you know, takes care of the, the management side of things. Uh, we're going to be talking about tee shots in next week's video for premium where, you know, like a, a really good example is dog leg to the left. Mm -hmm. And if you hit it straight, you're in trouble. Yes. And so you can't really, you know, uh, attack mm. if you say okay i got i have to cut this if i don't cut this i'm in trouble mm. and it's not really and then and then the next shot has to fade if you want to hit the green so you got two big you know big risk shots and they're very inviting i mean it's a very <laughs> nicely designed hole visually 16 at our course yes and it's um so it invites you to take the risk yes and at the beginning of the year i was doing that <laughs> Not anymore. No. <laughs> okay. This is 220. That's my. That's what my shot is. So mm -hmm. I hit four iron off the tee. Left myself in a beautiful position to hit seven iron layup. Yeah. And then beautiful wedge into the green and putting for birdie. Mm -hmm. And so instead of, you know, taking a risk and the bunkers are pretty deep around that hole, mm -hmm. the tree lines are very close, very Super tight. Close. I'm going, okay, why would you want to punch out from the trees to try and get on the green and have some sort of putt for birdie, There's which no is way. highly unlikely to yeah. make. So you got to attack it with a wedge. And um, so that's how, you know, you need to be smart when uh, when you're attacking that golf course. I mean, you can take the risks on a regular round if you want to, but when you're trying to score, well, if you want to a sand, If you want a sandbag. Yeah. Uh, and, and raise your handicap for nothing. <laughs> uh, you know, you're attacking. You'll attack those and, and put some big scores on. Just try it once. 
get it out of your system, and then <laughs> you'll realize that it maybe takes, that's not the right play. It takes more than once for a lot of us. Uh, yeah. That including me. I'm, I've always been an aggressive player. Yeah. But um, when I played on the, on the Canadian tour, I remember starting the season in the mid-70s and then finally realizing that on the holes that I needed to to play well. And then I started shooting low 70s, making the making some cuts mm-hmm. and, and qualifying for, for events on Monday qualifiers. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was, uh, I could see the importance of taking your lumps. Yes. It's not, maybe not how you, you know, because some of us like the glory of hitting certain shots. Yeah. And just going, yeah, I, I slayed it, it mm-hmm. you know. But that's only going to happen, like maybe ninety percent. But now of it's like, yeah. But now it's like you got to slay the score. Yes. Instead of slaying the shot. Yeah. There it is. Yep. So uh, with that, hope everybody is having a fan and fantabulous week. <laughs> and uh, stay tuned for some really cool stuff on our on our YouTube channel. And the premium channel. And the premium channel. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to. Uh, we're about. Four weeks away from the installation of our simulators. Yes. In our winter location this winter, we're going to have a GC Quad, a GC Hawk, a GC3 that's coming out that uh, Bushnell is going to be um, promoting. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're basically got the rights for the U.S. And so for all of you who've been looking for uh, a launch monitor for your home studio, but you don't want to pay the big bucks, well, now you'll be able to do a monthly fee with Bushnell on a, on a GC3. Very so cool. it's, got all the ball, it's got all the ball parameters and club head speed. It's a one dot for the club head speed, mm. and it's, uh, it's going to be a, a very complete simulator for you. And... Um, and then we also have the putt. Here going. in Canada, yeah, here in Canada, it's, it's going to be half the price of a GC quad setup. Nice. But um, we won't have that uh, because it's still Foresight Canada. Uh, we won't have that setup. It's going to be um, Bushnell for the U.S. only. So um, you guys down in the States are going to be uh, having a great time setting up this, you know, unbelievable studio for the for your home. And uh, that way, when you're taking uh, some, like we have our, our Double Eagle program, that's doing so good, Sav. I mean, I've got some star students mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, when, when we see each other twice a week and you're practicing at least once every time between each session, mm-hmm. like it's unbelievable the progress that's been going on. Yeah. And it's been worth every minute for me. Mm-hmm. And every penny for them um, because, I mean, it's just uh, leaps and bounds. I mean, I've got one student that's it's improved from 18 down to a 9 already. Nice. Making lots of dough with his buddies, <laughs> right? Because, I mean, like they call him the sandbagger now, but, I mean, he's been putting in the work. Yep. And, um, you know, this dude's from Seattle, and he's just – Loving it. I mean, we're just doing so well, and uh, so we got we got people from all over the world. Yeah, it's that, really cool in that program, and, and and that's what's so much fun online. And we're going to be starting a program with Moo, and with um, the 
you know, a program where it's going to be in the gym with Moo and um, in the in the studio with me, where every week it's going to be um, like the full package. Yeah. And that's coming to you really soon. Yeah. So can't uh, wait to get that started. Yeah. Yeah. So everything cool with you, Moo? Yeah, everything's good. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just had to take care of Bowie real quickly. She needs some uh, attention, some TLC. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you didn't hear him from Moo very much in this session. Yet yeah, there. she's only six months old, so she still needs some. Uh, what yeah, a beautiful dog. Attention. Yeah, we the breeder did a great job of blessing us with a nice dog. Yeah. Oh, Every just, time we go out in public, it like she's today, majestic. She's, she's only so six beautiful. months old, and she's majestic. I know, and yeah. you know. We were downtown today doing some work for the blog page and for the websites. And, you know, she was lying underneath the table. We were sitting on a patio. She was just laying there, minding her own business. And, you know, people were spotting her from all over just being like, oh, my gosh, do you see that dog? Oh, my gosh, do you see? And one couple came over, and she's, like, literally under the table. And he goes, can I please say hi to your dog? Like, I used <laughs> I to have a golden when I was younger. and. Yeah. And it just like she makes people's day. It's it's so cool. Yeah. Uh, we're we're big dog people here. We met actually today um, at, when we were sitting at, on the patio. A family from Ottawa. Yeah. His son is in twelfth grade, looking to go into kinesiology at Queens. No way. Yeah. And um, the father and the mother are both grads from Western. Wow. And so it's just like. It's such a small world, you know, like we're just like chatting and like, you know, met these people because of our dog. Yeah. And, you know, he was able to ask Moo like how he liked kinesiology at Queens and all that kind of stuff. So we're so fun. thankful to have him with us. Uh, yes. It's been, uh, and Moo, your progress has been meteoric. People have been noticing. They go, oh, yep. that's a golf swing. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about majestic. <laughs> Honestly, we, Moo's we golf swing is so pretty. <laughs> It is unbelievable, and yeah. you, you, have, you have to see it up close. I mean, mm-hmm. eventually we'll get back on the road, and hopefully we'll do a nice, some nice little tours for people to really yeah, appreciate true. what you guys have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, like that seven iron layup I was talking about before, mm-hmm. that, that was Moose pitching wedge. Oh yeah, it went, <laughs> <laughs> went one ninety two. Oh, no, it was eight iron, eight iron. No, no, oh, man, you hit was? pitching wedge on number sixteen, buddy. Was the second 16? shot, par five. Wait. When we were filming the videos? Yes. When we were filming the the, oh, the, 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 the premium video. The, yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, you, you hit it about 10 yards past my 7-iron with your pitching wedge. I think that was a glitch on the machine, though. <laughs> yeah. No. no. Yeah, yeah. We took the yardages. <laughs> because you went past my 7-iron, and I hit my 7-iron very solid, Moo. <laughs> Would you stop doing that to me? Jeez, no, no. I feel bad enough as it is. No, for me, it's like. So I was like, okay, that, that can't be real, you know? Yeah. So, it's, it's he, so like, bashful. surprises himself, you yeah. know? He's yeah. like, what? Moo's a little bashful. <laughs> He's very humble. I mean, it's so... It, I appreciate your humbleness. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, you eat humble pie every time you go out there. <laughs> yeah, I just got to leave my ego at the door, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, and, and I can't wait to see Bryson... In the long drive competition. Oh, right. Well, yeah, that's, that's going to be a shot in the arm. We got to get down there. Yeah. The U.S. still isn't opening our borders for, you know? Yeah, that's right. Because they usually have um, uh, athletes from like, all around I the world. I would have yeah. done our, 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 our tour. Usually we go, we go out in, in October yeah. for a couple of weeks on the road. True. 
you would have been right down with us, and we would have we would have been there. Yeah, I would have, uh, I would have done my clinics nearby and would have just for you to compete in that in that event. Yeah, I think it would have been fun just to be um, in the, around those athletes and learn a lot mm-hmm. from them, see what you know what they do, and see where I stack up yep. individually. You know, in that category. Yep. Yeah, it would have been cool. Oh man, I can't wait to see you in one of those competitions, man. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Bryson, oh no, one of uh, Bryson's friends put out a video on YouTube of um, them getting fitted for a dry, long drive shaft and all the equipment for Bryson. Not Bryson per se, but his uh, uh, partner he trains with. Okay, uh, yeah, he, okay. He's oh, yeah, the guy who was. I remember ben, the guy. His name is Hogan. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. His, his name's Hogan, and uh, he's, he's also from Dallas. D, yeah, he's a D one uh, college pl- uh, player. Okay. Uh, he's also, I remember sick. him trying to hit what eight iron. Yeah. It's 150 ball speed with it. Yeah. Which is something you don't recommend Dude, for a lot of golfers. To do. I was having fun with my driving iron today. Yeah. And, uh, I was carrying a 230. Yeah. 140 ball speed. Right. And he's hitting eight iron, eight iron or seven iron. Yeah. It was eight iron. It was eight iron. Yeah. Cause that's the target. <sighs> that's insane. That's, Come on. That's the speed training they do. Right. For long drive. It's like one of those crazy things. Like. That is know, crazy. And also the gym. Well, they should also show the work they put in the gym, right? They max out on deadlifts, max out on squats, max out on bench press. So it's just like a different uh, approach to golf. and, uh, and Olympic with the weightlifting, like what, what, what Riley's yeah. doing. Correct, yeah. It's for explosiveness. Yeah, and, and I find that also helped uh, a lot with my speed. I noticed my uh, fast twitch muscles were benefiting from the, that type of training. It was translating to golf in a weird way. I don't know how, but it, I did mm-hmm. notice that it yeah. it caused a jump yeah. in uh, efficiency. It's the chain. It's yeah. the full chain, that's, right? That's it, exactly. It's triple extension when you're doing yeah. that that lifting. Exactly. And and that's what you know. Engagement. Golf, yeah, that yeah. engagement is a, is triple extension through the ball and into your picture. Yeah, and then the faster you you can build, um, you can engage it a lot faster when you train at those yes. workloads, right? Yeah. Because like when you swing a golf club. You only have the weight of your arms. That's it. Yeah. And, and you're whipping it out there. Like, like it's uh, it's it's fun to see the numbers on the GC quad. You know, yeah. it's like, no way. Then you think about it. And, you know, the gym does help a little bit. Big time. Big time. I can see a, a difference for me, too. I yeah. mean, my, after, well, I did, we did some during COVID. Correct, yeah. My, my speed was 115, and I was getting up there to 118 120 yeah you're pushing 120 at one point i remember right now I, like i haven't been doing anything all summer because of the the, the, the heaviness demand. the demand yeah the industry has been exploding i'm at right 110 now. right now i've lost five miles an hour yeah and it, it and does make a big difference yeah but it'll show for sure once you have the opportunity to um you know, get back at you yes yeah big mm-hmm. time big time i can't wait yeah. so with that everyone have an awesome week and I uh, can't wait to see you next week. We'll have a great guest for you next week. And I can't wait to, you know, invite him over. <laughs> All the best. All the best. Take care.